Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Purpose Podcast. My name is Haas Rauscher. The goal of this podcast is to help men find and fulfill their purpose, going to help them be good, strong leaders, good, strong men, good male role models in their communities. I'm going to do that by having conversations, going to invite guests on. I'm going to ask our guests, what is your purpose? What do you think your purpose ought to be? How did you find that purpose? And what do you do every single day? How do you get up, get after it, and go and fulfill that purpose? Our guest today is a uh, a pretty special one. I've been good friends with him for a long time. Uh, funny enough, our friendship actually started off kind of rocky because I was a little bit of an asshole uh, and uh, made fun of him 24-7, even though he deserved it. Um, we got through that. We got through a couple hard things together, and then we uh, we split ways. We haven't We've seen each other very minimally in the past couple of years, uh, but my good friend Max Mankin is joining us today. How are you, Max? I'm doing really, really good, Haas. How are you, sir? Doing very well now that I got your pretty face on the computer, you know? Um, I never... It's about uh, time, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is about, it is about time. Uh, it's about time that you had time. Uh, you're a very busy individual, at least you have been for the past year or so. so. That is true. Um, but no, I, it was, it was funny. Cause, uh, I've never seen the value of FaceTime. Like I, it, it's always like really pissed me off. And actually like, uh, I give Jonah shit all the time. Um, and I have got to be careful because I've been trying not to cuss on these episodes, but now that I've got one of my <laughs> friends on the episode, uh, it, yeah, it's, it's, it's gonna, it's gonna, gonna be tough, but, uh, I've been giving Jonah grief, uh, giving him grief about, uh, FaceTiming in public, um, because it's a, it's a joke that, you know, um him and people with his personality per se uh facetime in public all the time and so uh i, I was giving him hell and uh i've never like i had never facetimed like even when dylan and i were living i feel kind of bad now because dylan and i when we were living like six hours away in college yeah. uh she was like hey you want to facetime i'm like absolutely not just give me a call <laughs> you know what i'm saying like i don't <laughs> i don't want to fa- like why would i facetime you know that's weird um but now that i'm doing these like meetings and having these conversations uh, these conversations are so much better when you've at least like, even though it's on a screen, you still got a face to look at. You know what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. You can see people's facial expressions. So yeah, I agree. And so, and even, even more so that like when it's somebody I haven't seen, like we, we, we've eaten dinner probably what once every six months or something like that, eating lunch. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, we've seen each other, but like getting guys on the phone that I don't get to hang out with all the time and getting them on a zoom meeting is still like, it's, it's better than just a phone call. And so, um, having to eat a little bit of crow. I've never told anybody that I've had to eat that crow yet, but now everybody knows and they're going to make fun of me. Uh-huh. Well, I'm glad you've seen the benefit of FaceTiming and you've moved into the, uh, what, 21st century. So Yeah, yeah. Seeing the benefit of FaceTime. Yeah. I see what you did there. Yeah. Um, so no anyway, no, man, um, you and I, we've uh, we've been friends for a long time. And, and I, I speak truly when I say that we were we were somewhat, uh, we were enemies until we learned how to be friends. Uh, maybe you didn't feel that way, but uh it was always oh like, no it's an understatement on the <laughs> that is the biggest understatement ever uh more than 24 so every time i saw you it was always a, a some sort of insult um before oh hi max no it's insult first then hi so yep 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 well you know that is the way it goes and uh i think part of the uh part of the issue this is this is a deal with dudes and ego and stuff like that but uh i i use this as a cop-out for being an asshole but um, I always say that I pick out the one guy in the room that can take it and I give it to him uh, like very often. You were my sacrificial lamb in that classroom because there was a lot of guys in there that could not take it. Oh, uh, absolutely. And I could get you back. <laughs> so it was totally fine. I would I would be able to get yeah. you back uh, when I could. And it was it was fun. It was, it was a good time. Yeah, no, it, it was it was a good time. And we actually did become 
really good friends because we understood, you know, that uh, it was, it was, uh, you know, two bulls are better than one when you're trying to pull a heavy ass wagon. So um, instead of fighting all the time, we, we found a couple wagons to pull. Uh, I don't even know if that's a real analogy, but I just made it up. Um, I think it's great. Yep. So no man. Yeah. Get, get a bumper sticker of two bulls. Um, no, dude, it was always funny. I remember I used to call you planet fitness, which was so funny. Cause I was fat. I don't know how you, I don't know how you let me get by. I don't know. I don't know how you let me get by. Cause I was fat as hell. And I used to be like, Oh, Hey Max, did you just come from the planet fitness or the sports cuts? Um, giving you hell. <laughs> I think my insults usually hit a little harder and a little deeper. So I just kind of refrain sometimes. Uh, so I really don't want to, you know, punch thrown into my face. I don't think I'd be able to take it. So, yeah, well, I mean, I was so fat that you, I mean, my cardio was awful. Um, now I might, now I might at least give you a little bit of a fight, but back then you could have whooped me. Um, and yeah, that was on the off end of your, uh, of your building phase too. That was like, uh, towards, towards the downsides of, uh, towards the, the downhill side of your, of your building phase when you were, when you had all that muscle. Um, and so not that you don't have muscle now, I'm not saying that you don't, but, uh, you were a big, big dude before you and I met. Yeah, I had a lot of free time and I feel like, uh, just a transition in my life was, I was really into the gym in college, like crazy. I had my roommate was big into it. All the people I was around now, I don't really have that community as such. Um, so it's just a little bit harder, but I, I did look pretty good. I'll say myself, uh, back yeah, in the college days. <laughs> yeah. And then we're, we're working on trying to get you to look like Chris Hemsworth. Uh, I saw one video about, uh, Chris Hemsworth and his charisma. And I think the way he acts, and I think it's the way he acts, the smile, and then maybe like the nose structure or something. Uh, I was like, that looks exactly like my buddy Max. And so I bought you some jaws or sizers. So that yeah, they're working well. You know, yeah, they're yeah, working yeah. really well. Twice a yeah. day. <laughs> Twice a day. I love it. Um, awesome, man. So let's talk about that. We were just talking about in the gym. Uh, let's get to the uh, rapid fire. I don't know how much you listen yeah. to the podcast, uh, if at all, but every guest we have on, we we must do the rapid fire. The people demand the rapid fire. I can't skip it. So uh, rapid fire question number one, Max, what is your favorite lift? Ooh, favorite lift. Um, I think it's changed over the years. Uh, and I, it honestly changes month to month. Um, but like currently shoulder press right now has been okay. a huge, huge favorite. I used to love deadlifting. Um, I've got a back of an 80 year old man, uh, mm-hmm. and it seems to get worse and worse. So right now, um, having the boulders per se of shoulder press has been one of my um, more favorite lifts, but I think not many people would probably say that's their favorite, but it has been for the past month. I'll say that. So. Yeah, no, that's cool. You're gonna get the you're gonna get the what they call them, the cap shoulders. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm working um, on. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, no, that that'll be cool. Um, you actually uh memory hole. I remember working out one of the first times that I actually did uh, a lifting workout was that one at Verger when we went up uh and did I think we did back and shoulders or something like that. Uh maybe maybe so back well. and buys. We did devil's curls, I think is what you called them, where it was like the six, six, six. Oh, that um, you know what? Now that you mention that, that's actually probably one of my favorites. Yeah. The, the six, devil six, curls. Six. Yeah, those are yeah. those are fantastic. I'll change my answer. Sorry. Go okay, back to devil's one. devil's curls. Um and then after your favorite lift is gonna be six six six, we're gonna talk about how you're a Christian later. Uh <laughs> and you're gonna have to repent. Um cool. it should be the Lord's deadlift, Max. You know better it, than it, that. I need to change uh, the name. I'll change the name on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Lord's maybe, curls. I mean, we'll do seven, seven, seven. So, yeah, it, it's it's the Lord's curls, and you, and you hold it like a communion cup, you know. Uh, <laughs> I like it. I like it. Uh, but no, you were the first one to like uh, really t- 
take me in and, and show me how to lift. I think even before uh, Jonah showed me how to lift, you were the first one that said, Hey man, come lift with me. And yeah. uh, you walked me around the gym, like a little toddler. And uh, you actually showed me face pulls, which are one of my favorite. It, it's one of my favorite lifts is, is the face pulls. Yep, that absolutely. Um, I, I like that a lot. Uh, next rapid fire question. Uh, this comes with a little bit of context, but I wanted to ask, uh, okay. you were going to pilot school to be, uh, well, we don't know what company yet, but, but you're going to be a commercial pilot, correct? Correct. That is um, correct. So, uh, what is your favorite plane to fly? So unfortunately I've only flown a few in my short days so far, um, for any of the aviation nerds, um, really just piston edge and stuff. So I've flown uh, a Piper Archer. Uh, a Cessna, a Diamond, which is a DA20, and then a multi-engine, to get my multi-engine hours, was a Piper Seminole. So I've only flown those four planes. Um, the easy answer is a Seminole because it goes faster, and who doesn't like to fly something faster? Right. Um, but I'll probably say I did one flight in the Diamond, the DA20, which is our spin flight, and it's got a yoke that's kind of like a fighter pilot. Um, and that has probably been my favorite plane to fly so far, just because it feels like you're flying a fighter pilot kind of, uh, airplane where the other ones are trainer airplanes per se. So. Sweet. What was it? Uh, it's a diamond DA 20 is what, uh, what it's called. You can Google it later. Sweet. Okay. Got the diamond DA 20. And then last rapid fire question, what plane are you most excited to fly in the future? Ooh, okay, that's good. So uh, currently I am in a path to where I hopefully get to go fly private jets here pretty soon, maybe the next month or two. I really want to fly a Citation 10. That is okay. what um, uh, my dream is because when you get to airliners, you fly the Boeings and the Airbuses, and those are pretty much just the school bus of, of the sky. Uh, the yeah. Citation 10 is your Ferrari or your Porsche or your Bugatti. Uh, it's the fastest commercial jet there is. Uh, so I'd like to fly that one citation 10 10 can you really t when you when you're up in the air and you're flying and stuff like that uh yeah. can you really tell how much faster an airplane is than the other one you can uh when you start out on an archer where uh, this i like to explain to my students we fly the prius of the sky and it's no joke that thing is slow as can be you yeah. get into something faster uh, especially when you do a cross country uh we do cross countries all the way to el paso from arizona that takes three hours one way when you're in something faster and it takes 30 to 45 minutes or even an hour, you, you notice it in, in that effect. So. Okay. So just time difference. I just feel like without the, without the, the relativity of, of highline poles and trees and shit, uh, yeah, I just it, don't know how you would really like, I get it if it's like a hundred miles an hour versus 400 miles an hour, but between 200 and 300 or 200 and 400, I don't know how you would tell the difference. That gap, there wouldn't be as much um, the gap from where, you know, from where I'm at of, you know, hundred miles an hour to the 400 mile mark, there is quite a bit. And it's the, the sense of being ahead of the airplane. So everything they have to get set up from takeoff. And then when you're in the air to land, that process happens super fast. Oh, okay. Um, so that's what you would notice of being so much faster is, yeah, you just took off and then you're realizing, oh shit, I got to get the weather. I've got to do this. I got to run this checklist. Uh, even though we're still 40 minutes out, it's going to be really quick to compare it. Oh, we're two hours away. So that's uh, kind of where you notice the, the difference of um of time or, or speed okay that that makes that makes a lot of sense and then i'm sure like the when you get up to like really high speeds the g's start hitting you right uh yeah well you won't ex really experience the g's per se um that's more 
fighter pilots when you're doing acrobatic like maneuvers and oh, stuff okay. like that. Um, but in the airlines, when you're just like straight level, you, you'll you feel nothing. Yeah, so. Max said. Max said in the commercial world, I'm the G. Me, that's me. I'm the uh, G. Yeah, that's gonna be my new uh, bio in my Instagram and you know, <laughs> maybe LinkedIn too. We just put it everywhere, right? <laughs> yeah, awesome, man. Okay, so uh, I've delayed it long enough. I've given you long enough to think about it. Uh, I know you're not as satisfied as with your answer as you'd like to be, but Max, what is your purpose? Yeah, and we talked about this, uh, you know, previously before, and we kind of, I guess, changed a little bit, but we came up with, and uh, what I believe is, my purpose is to make a positive impact on the world. Uh, I truly want to leave the world um, knowing that I made it a better place. Um, so I believe that's that's my purpose. And we talked about this too. Is I actually Googled what exactly purpose means just in, from the dictionary. I was kind of curious, and I don't think anyone's ever talked to about it on your podcast. And uh, the definition I have is uh, the reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists, which I really believe is super heavy. And it, it made it really hard to come up with with uh, what my purpose is and put it on paper. Um, so. Yeah, no, and that's good. And, and we kind of uh, we've got sorry, uh, we've kind of danced around it uh, on on the purpose podcast. One that I can think of that's probably most close was uh Forrest Cooper with Redacted, we talked about it quite a bit, uh, and kind of defining purpose and mission. But, you know, sorry, man. Uh, I just ate like a, I ate a bomb ass wrap, um, like a turkey bacon wrap, but now um, it's repercussions. Me, yeah, repercussions. That, that's a good way to say it. Uh, yeah, repercussions. So if I just stop randomly, it's because of that. Uh, anyway, Forrest and I were talking um, about like the difference between purpose and mission. And uh, yeah, you were the first person, you're not the first person to discuss, to ask the question, well, what is purpose uh, yeah. before you come on the show or, or on the show, but you are the first person to actually pull the Google definition, uh, which is so funny now that I know you, um, because <laughs> like, it, it, and it makes so much sense, some of the stuff that we've done together and we'll, we maybe get it, we'll maybe get into our uh, senior design project a little bit later. Uh, but just now that I know you and working with you, it makes so much sense that you just Googled the definition of it. Um <laughs> And, and what's so, what's so bad is I'm like, I'm going through the, I'm almost a, a year of podcasting. Um, and I'm like, man, I still don't really know how to define purpose. You know what I'm saying? I'm over here. Like people are asking me like, well, what is a purpose? And I'm like, ah, oh, bro, I don't know. And then you're like, Hey, I Googled it. And I'm, yeah. Just you, right? did it again. Google's great. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, and, and I want to talk about the, I want to talk about the differences in, um, this may be more of a philosophical question than, than what, um, you'd like to engage in, but, um, you know, it, there is a difference between, uh, knowing it yourself and, and pulling it from your own experiences yeah. and then, and then pulling it from Google too. And I think both of them have their, uh, their distinct advantages. Um, and so let's talk about, uh, the Google definition of, of purpose. Give me that one more time. Yeah. So it's the reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists. Okay. Um, I'm going to take, uh, there's, there's a couple ways to do that. I think the reason for which something is done, uh, that one's a little obvious and, and a little, uh, worldly or, um, okay. Sorry. My new job is emailing me. Um, the reason for which something is done, that doesn't matter very much. Uh, I don't think to me, but the two of them in there is the reason for which something is created or the reason that something exists. Correct. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, that word created, uh, 
that has started a lot of fights over world history, um, a lot of bloody wars over world history, uh, and a lot of really, really heated arguments now. Or if you're in uh, a place in the Middle East, uh, the word creation has has created a lot of rifts and boundaries, uh, if you see where I'm going with that. And I think that is probably the most uh, important definition in there. Um, I don't know, like I said, I don't know how well you and I are equipped, and I think we can talk about it anyway, but um, I don't know how well you and I are equipped to have such a deep conversation about it, but let's let's try it. You you said earlier that you are indeed a Christian, correct? Yes, sir. And so you do believe that we are created by a God, the God. Yep. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, I think that that if we're looking for a, a true definition of purpose, I think that um, the one that Google did get right is the reason that something is created. And, you know, pulling on on your beliefs as a Christian and, and pulling from what you know, uh, do you think that this purpose that you stumbled upon, not stumbled upon, that sounds like you didn't think about it, uh, this per, this purpose that you arrived upon of making a positive impact on the world, do you feel like that's in line with with your beliefs on creation? Absolutely. I, I do think I do think it is. Um, and, and yeah, and like I said, it was it was tough because you think, well, why did God put you on this earth to do what? Right. right. You know, there's so many different things you can come up with. Um, and I was even talking to my wife about it uh, and kind of discussing about some ideas off her. And I, we just kept coming back to, you know, I, that's really my goal. And what I strive to do is just making a positive impact on people um, and, and knowing that I can leave it a better place than when it started. So, Right. So, um, yeah. I, I like that. What are, uh, let's get a little bit more tactical with it um, mm-hmm. right now. And you said this earlier before we hit the record button, but uh, what are some key ways that you're trying to fulfill that purpose? Um, give me on a macro basis and then on a micro basis on, on the daily, um, every day you wake up and uh, your purpose is to have a positive impact on the world. What are some key ways that you try to do that every single day and then and do that first and then back up and give me a macro view and say uh, at the end of Max's life or in 10 years, uh, this is how I plan to have made an even larger positive impact on the world. Give me those two. Yeah. So yeah, I wrote them down too and we talked about it previously, but um, the one that I like to kind of start with is is just the smile. Uh, I'm a really firm believer of just smiling to a stranger, whether that's in the gym, whether that's at work, whether that's grocery store, whatever it is, just that little smile. You don't know what that can do to someone um, being friendly. Um, and I think, you know, coming out of COVID that maybe has a larger impact than I hopefully does. Um, so that's kind of like at the micro level is, is really simply just just the smile and being a good person. It's really as simple as that. Uh, being a good, good husband, good friend, good son, good brother, uh, whatever you may be um in in just being genuinely a good person uh and then hopefully on like the larger picture is i hope to inspire people you know inspire people through the different failures or successes that i've done um or maybe hopefully you know the career path that i've chosen i can inspire some people to come down the the cool world of aviation and being a pilot or whatever that may be um is i really hope to to inspire um, people, whatever that is to them. No, I like that a lot. So um, I want to put, I've got smile. Sorry, I take notes. So if I'm not watching you, I'm, I'm taking notes. Smile, good person and inspire people. So uh, one of the things I do remember pretty clearly is, uh, and and you're, you're not, 
you're not not political. Like you're willing to ha- discuss politics. Um, you don't wear your political opinions on the sleeve on your sleeve quite like I do, um, yes. which I've I've backed away from that a little bit. Um, not 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 near <laughs> as much as some people would like me to. Um, and I and I won't. But uh, you and I we never really discuss politics, but you've always been. Um, I've always just been reassured that I know that you're probably close to where I'm at. You know what I'm saying? Um, yes, I, I would say close, not, not, and I don't want to say extreme, that may be a strong word. Um, but we do have similar, similar beliefs. I, I do believe that. So, yeah. And one of the, one of the days that that really got confirmed, uh, was during the days of COVID, uh, when, yeah. and unfortunately, you know, unfortunately it's a political issue now. It's really not, it's a, it's a, it's a very personal issue. And, uh, I think COVID was the ultimate point where the personal met political for a lot of people, uh, which is why it was such an awful situation to be in for everyone involved is because everybody was making it so personal um, on on both sides of it. But uh, you and I were having this conversation. And one thing that I really do remember is because it kind of reinforced my uh, my thoughts on it um was the the mask. Remember, everybody was wearing masks for no good reason. um, And not not a good reason one like if you looked at any of the research it was like hey look this uh you know the tidy whities that you've got stretched over your face is not stopping anything like it, it literally it's doing nothing <laughs> the um, memes of all the different stuff a sponge with like a rubber band over your face oh yeah you know good lord Those <laughs> well and then you've got them just touching it all over their face and then touching all their groceries and then the yep. cashier um he's scratched his nose three times and then touched all it was just it was it was ridiculous uh it's still ridiculous when i see people with a mask you know i try to be a nice person and have a positive impact on the world like my buddy max but uh i just have to laugh at him uh quite often <laughs> um but anyway one of the reasons that uh i was i was i felt uh, affirmed in that is that uh one of your main concerns about the mask it wasn't that the government overlords were uh first it was mask and then it's going to be microchips like you weren't you weren't there um you weren't like by god it's going to be mask and then they're going to take my guns you know um yeah. you weren't and you weren't even as far as i was on it but uh you were like man i, I just think that everybody should be you know smiling at each other like it removes our yeah. ability to like smile at each other and i remember you distinctly telling me that uh and and i i actually so I was thinking that a little bit beforehand, but also uh, I don't smile very often. So it wasn't at the forefront of my uh, of of my thoughts on the mask. But when you said that, I was like, man, he really is right. And I actually used that for, you know, different people explaining them, explaining to them why I think it was a net negative on society uh, to ever put people in those. Uh, it was was your thoughts on, well, I can't smile at anybody anymore and I don't like it. Um, yeah, it sucked. It takes like the human out of you, in my opinion. Like um, it really I feel like we're like robots say at times where you know you yeah. really didn't couldn't tell anyone's maybe through their eyes yeah if they've got really angry eyes sure um, yeah but i really felt like it t- it took the human out of people and made us more robots if there was any interaction uh as little yeah. as there was um but it kind of took that away from us yeah you're getting dangerously close to microchips so um, uh, i think that's yeah. where we're gonna <laughs> that's where we're gonna stop that's where we're gonna stop the mass conversation so that i can still stay on spotify and apple but uh you know it, it you're 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 somewhere in between so uh you use microchips and uh some people choose the word sheep but we're not going to uh we're not going to go there we're going to stray a little bit farther from from that topic <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but anyway no you've always been smiling and and that's something i think i've even brought up 
uh, on the podcast multiple times is that the two, the two people that I know that are best at building relationships and being friends with literally anybody are the two people I know that smile the absolute most. Uh, and that is you and Jonah. Uh, it does also help that you're two of the best looking men that I know. Um, and so that leaves very little hope for me to be able to match all's ability to, to build relationships. Uh, although, well, I mean, I, I tell no lies on the purpose podcast and it gets me in trouble very often. Um, but you won't hear any lies. You'll hear inappropriate jokes. You'll hear, uh, you know, harsh comments. You'll, you'll hear a lot of uh, things that you probably don't want to, but you won't ever hear a lie on the purpose podcast. And it is very true. I mean, uh, you two guys are some of the best looking guys I know. And, and I don't think that's just because, you know, you're, I mean, I bought you a jaws or sizer, so we know that there's improvement. Um, that's true. so that's true. we, we know that there's improvement, uh, room for improvement there, but um, I do think that part of the reason that y'all are some of the two best looking guys that uh, I know and that I have around me is because you're constantly smiling. Um, yeah. I mean, you're you're constantly smiling. Uh, so do you think that, and I know you said that you think it does, but uh, do you have any like specific instances where smiling uh, gave you um, a little bit more influence over somebody or, or positively impacted somebody? Have you ever been told, hey, uh, your smile lights up a room other than just now? Um, do you have any, like anything to share with us about the importance of smiling? Can you, can you go a little bit deeper into that? You know, and I can give an example of the work I'm in right now. So I'm a flight instructor. So my whole job is to teach and grow, not even young pilots, because you give me any age, but pilots that, um, come for no hours and teach them all the way to where I'm going to be. Uh, and the smile has allowed me to be approachable. Mm-hmm. Uh, where I think with the students in something that, and this might get into a little stuff you probably don't care about, but uh, at our school, we're, the Southwest program has become extremely large to the point where a lot of people don't know each other because there's so many of us. Uh, and there was a really tight knit family for the first couple classes. And then as they became more and more, uh, just kind of went out the window uh, and people didn't know anyone. And I've been able to to interact and know the new classes or even for the new students by literally just smiling. Um, and that has allowed them to come to me, ask me a question, ask me even my name. Hey, I haven't met you before. I'll go to them. Um, and it's really opened up doors and relationships that I hope have positively impacted others. Um, and some of them have told me um, that, you know, or just flying, man, flying with you is really just really fun. And I'm like, well, it should be like, it absolutely should be fun. Uh, but the other people that are straight face, monotone, have no life, uh, not to have no life, but uh, have no personality. Um, it, it makes a world of difference. Yeah, I, so. I, I think you're exactly right. Um, where did you learn to smile so much? Oof, that's a that's a good question. Probably maybe my dad. My dad's always like a happy go lucky guy is always smiling. I usually never see him very rarely. Uh, without a smile on his face. Um, so I'd probably say him if I had to come up with one one person, but that's tough. I don't know. Sweet. I just, I just didn't know if like, you yeah. know. Um, so anyway, uh, you said to be a good person. Um, yeah. And, you know, you kind of said, I want to be a good person to, to other people. I want to be a good brother. I want to be a good father, a good husband, all of those things. Um it, it was it was very funny. This kind of perfectly demonstrates uh, to 
when when I said the difference between a Google definition and a definition that we just know, um, I love I love it when a plan comes together. If you've ever seen uh, a team, but uh, you know, purpose and uh, purpose and good are both words that we use. I mean, almost probably more than what anybody thinks that we use. Uh, we use good all the time. We we say, you know, what's the purpose of this? Or, um, you know, what is the purpose of doing what you're doing? We use it in more of a layman's term, not necessarily with a weight that I'm giving it here at the podcast. Uh, but, you you know, purpose was one that you had to Google, which is okay. And I I think that, you know, I've already praised you for for actually just Googling it. Uh, but good is not. Um, yeah. You've never had to to Google the word good. Uh, and, and I think that that's... Uh, I, I don't know that that's kind of um, what am I, what am I getting at? Uh, that's how, Hmm. What am I getting at? I, I know I'm trying to make a point here, uh, but the point just left me. I don't know. It was just a good representation of, of like uh, a word that also has so much weight. And I think as Christians, um, you know, when, when we uh, really think about what the word good means, uh, good versus bad or good versus evil. Uh, yep. The word carries so much weight with it. And I just thought it was funny as I'm a, a baby Christian or whatever. Um, I, I, don't, I was a, I was a Christian beforehand, but um, as I'm a, a new adult Christian, uh, the word good just means so much, so much more to me now. And I think the fact that you used that to help describe how you're going to fulfill your purpose um, was, I don't, it, it was just funny to me. So let me ask you, uh, as yeah. as you sit and uh, as you use the word, how do you define good? What does good mean to you? And uh, do you see what I'm saying? I, I do see what you're saying, which is a great question. Um, I think just being able to describe good is maybe the actions that you make on a day to day. Um, because I think overall, like, are you, when I say a good person, like, are you overall, because you can do one or two good things, but still be a, I guess you can say a bad person, uh, if you want to mm -hmm. put in kind of the, that context. Um, but I think like just morally, like, do you have the, it's hard to explain good without using good, right? Um, yeah. Do you have the, 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 good, the right intentions um, to... Well, now I have to ask you what like, the word right means. Yeah, so I'm saying you got, you're gonna ask all these, these these hard questions. What is this? What is this? And it's hard to explain without you know using other words. So um, I'm, yeah. I'm so, sorry. Let me let me go ahead and help you out a little bit here because I'm setting you up a little bit, uh, and I'm doing this because we're such good friends. Uh, see, I used the word there. Um, I'm doing this because we're such good friends. But what I'm really looking for is is in the context of 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 Christianity. Um, I just and I should be a little bit more equipped. Uh, I just switched books in the middle of a book, which I should never do. Um, but I just switched books in the middle of uh, Mere Christianity with C.S. Lewis, uh, where he's talking about good. Now I've forgotten half of it. I, I hate when I do that, uh, but I did it anyway. Um, but in, in the terms of like your Christianity and stuff like that, uh, think 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 very hard um, what, what kind of good means. And when you say with the right intentions, can you hear me? Yeah, I can do Okay. Um, okay. There was a weird sound coming across the, the zoom meeting. Um, I think it was the, the connection was throttling out, uh, you know, in, in the context of, of, of Christianity and what you do believe as a Christian, uh, put it, put it in, in those terms of what you think good means. And then we can okay. work backwards from that into the tactical. 
I got you. I kind of see what you're saying now. Yeah. So really being a, a good representation of the image of God, right? Okay. Um, is that's kind of what how you live your day to day life, right? Is are you representing God and you're being a good image uh, of that in everything that you do? Um, whether you know you can think of folding laundry, driving your car, uh, anything. Um, so yeah, I would. I guess I can explain it in that aspect of good. Um, how would you describe good? Is are you positively representing God's image the way you should be? Okay, that's that's so. that was exactly what I'm looking for. Um, and, and like I said, I, I push you a little bit harder cause, cause we are such good <laughs> friends. Um, and I think you and I are in a very similar spot. I mean, I don't know, I don't know how deep you are into, into Christianity or, or how much you probably know a little bit more than what I do. Um, and you're able to speak a little bit more confidently on it. Uh, but no, I wanted to push you a little bit in, in, into that. Uh, but I think there is, and this is something that I want to talk with you about too, is, uh, I think there is a distinction and this is one that I have a hard time bridging, uh, between the the broader uh, Christian sense of good and and being a good representation of Jesus, it's a very very long line, and I think Christians sometimes artificially shorten it. Uh, but it's a very very long line uh, from being a good representation of of Jesus to being a good brother, or being a good representation of Jesus and waking up and being a good husband. And what do I mean by it's a very long line? I mean you really do have to make a lot of connections. Uh, and and I'm just kind of fascinated by the fact because we all know what being a good brother means uh, or being a good friend. We know what being a good friend means. Um, but we would have to think back of, of, of all the ways that we've learned to be a good friend and then how all of those ways are a good representation of of, of Jesus or all, how all of those ways serve uh, Jesus by being the hands and feet of Jesus Christ. Uh, it, it's just a long line and it's a lot. And yeah. I think that's something that I have done. And, and I don't know if you've done this or not. Um, I have simplified that uh, very much into the tactical uh, and, and almost forgotten, not really forgotten. Uh, I just don't didn't look at the Bible and, and Christianity and I guess Jesus Christ the way that a lot of Christians do. Um, and I know I'm, I know I'm having a hard time making any sense and I, I didn't expect to be here with you. This always happens to me on my podcast is where I have a way that I think I'm going to go with somebody and then it, it goes completely differently. But um, do you see what I'm saying? Are you tracking with me? Do you have anything else to add? Yeah, I, I do. I do a little bit. Um, and, you know, I would say in the same sense that um, I, my walk my Christian walk has been really kind of different than most. I actually grew up Catholic. Um, which is, I don't know if you know any Catholics in, in your life, but, um, you know, we're baptized yeah. at birth, um, and it's very strict. Um, good Lord, it is super strict. Um, I remember I would get like, I don't want to say, you know, under a rock shown at me, but anytime I missed like Sunday school for whatever it would be, I would be like that, you know, black sheep in the class, in the class. Um, and I kind of strayed away from, from, you know, Catholicism, um, when my parents got divorced and it's kind of my own way. Um, and then I found it actually in eighth grade. I don't even know if you want to hear this story. Um, but, uh, I found uh, my walk in eighth grade and was actually crazy because my mom is an alcoholic. Um, and she went to jail when I was in eighth grade. Um, and that's kind of like where I saw the good and, and evil, I guess you could per se of all of the stuff that, that, you know, she was going through of the evil that was, you know, taking over her life. And I really didn't want to go down that path. Um, mm -hmm. I didn't want to see my life, you know, um, getting anywhere near that. And so that's kind of where my transition has 
kind of happened. And I always, from that day forward, I would guess I would say I just wanted to make, be a good person. I wanted to make that positive impact because I saw all the negative stuff and all the evil that had taken over my mom's life uh, and how much hurt brought hers, uh, her life and also the people around her. And I really didn't want that. So if that kind of makes sense, I don't know where I was getting at that, but um, yeah. How did you, how how did Christianity fit into that, that walk in eighth grade? And and Max, we've got a little bit of lagging here. Um, So I'm going to go ahead and turn off video. Uh, okay. if you'll do the same, cause I, I think this is a good conversation. Um, yeah. and also I don't know if Bonnie's at home, but you might make sure she's not using the internet at, at the same time. Um, she, she works from home. So it'd be almost physically impossible now, but, uh, Oh, okay. okay. She's can. working from home. Okay. Yeah. She, uh, she has a new job. So, okay. Uh, no, that, 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 yeah, that's more important than what we're doing here. Um, <laughs> so, and I mean, I'm not being sarcastic, like don't, don't tell her to stop working. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, um, anyway, so how did, uh, how did Christianity exactly fit into that, that eighth grade experience? I know you said that, uh, which is something that I didn't know. Um, I know we've talked yeah. about your mom. Um, how did Christianity fit a lot of people into do. that? So, you know, I, I think eighth grade is a pivotal part in a young man's life and maybe even a young woman as well. I really think eighth grade, at least to me, was uh, starting to where you kind of figure out where your place in life is maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the people you hang out with, the things you do, um, just kind of everything I think starts to, it's starting to shape and to sculpt how your life, um, you know, can possibly turn out. Of course, there's other things that can change that. Um, but, you know, I, I not that I wasn't necessarily hanging out with the wrong crowd or like doing the wrong things, but I, I was, you know, I wasn't, really doing what I, I probably should have been doing. Um, yeah. And kind of, it really took for that moment for my mom um, and, you know, the letters that we'd, you know, be, be constantly changing. But it was weird because when my, before my, my mom left, she actually gave me uh, the necklace that I wear every single day. I don't know if you ever noticed, but it's a cross. Right. Um, uh, and throughout the entire time that we were, you know, sending letters back to each other, her, her biggest message that I remember was to never lose my faith, um, yeah. was to, you know, continue to, you know, believe in God and trust in God, because it was always the why. I always ask the why question, you know, yeah. why, why is this happening to me? Why is this happening to me? Uh, and I truly believe that, you know, God never gives you something that you can't handle mm-hmm. um, and that you're not prepared for. Uh, and I truly believe that one of my moments was in eighth grade uh, going through that with my mom of him kind of making me stronger being the i'm gonna say like the motherly figure but i was kind of the helping my little brother through it all um because for him it was you know a bunch of the same question of why um so Mm -hmm. i was able to kind of kind of take that on on as well did i answer your question at all yeah yeah I, i i think so um yeah, you know, she was she was saying, "Hey, never keep your or never never keep your faith." That's not what she was saying. Uh, she was saying, "Yeah, never 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 lose your faith." Um, do you think she did she ever express to you that that's that's why she had gotten where she was at is because she lost her faith? I, I think a little bit. Yeah, I think she did um, for um, for a while, and it's crazy because my mom is the you know the the one of the biggest Christians that I know, and that we always talk about it all the time, and that's why our relationship has it is where it is now. Um, and I do, I think that there's a couple of years in that where she had lost it and was mm-hmm. wandering and didn't know maybe even what her purpose was. 
Um, right. Because of the stuff that, you know, she had been going through, um, through jobs or, you know, whatever it might be. Um, and so, yeah, I, I do absolutely believe that she, she kind of wandered off for a little bit. That's awesome. So let's, uh, let's back up into, into what, uh, in, into my territory that you know I, I just discussed let's let's get into a little bit more of the of the tactical we we know you're the reason that um you you consider yourself a christian and the reason that you practice christianity that uh you keep your faith and i appreciate you for sharing that that's something that i never knew uh, and i know you said a lot of people didn't but um i hate that i hate that we had to we had to share that moment over zoom but no, um, well, no i think it's important too to kind of know yeah. uh if we're going to talk about my purpose and you know why god created me to kind of have at least a little bit of background um in some context of you know maybe no it's it, yeah it's it's incredible and I, and I thank you for sharing it um let's 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 back up and talk about um what are some ways that you have in the past what are some ways that you uh do on a daily basis and what are some ways that you plan in the future uh to connect with christianity and to keep that faith so past present daily uh present slash daily and then future uh give me some tactical ways that that you do that yeah. So previously, uh, before Bonnie and I moved out to Arizona, we actually, and I, I want to get into this in the future and I'll kind of see where I'm going. Um, but we helped ran the youth group for Hillside Christian Church, um, oh, okay. Sunday school for the junior high kids. Um, and Bonnie and myself and another gentleman, uh, were in charge of running that, uh, on the weekly or bi-weekly. And if we had wanted a week off, um, that I, looking back at it, enjoyed more than, than I would have ever thought uh, right. being able to, to connect and grow with these, you know, once again, junior high, eighth grade, where I thought my, you know, pivotal moment of sculpting kids are to kind of where mm-hmm. they can shape their path. I, I thought it was super important uh, and something that I truly, truly missed. That I, I want to continue to do um, in the future, but that's kind of what I used, you know, I did in the past that I really liked. Um, I'm not going to lie. Currently um, it's my day. I work every Sunday. And it's not an excuse, right. but I don't get to go to church anymore. And I also, you know, work my days off on Friday and Saturday. Um, so it looks a little bit different, my life currently, of what I do. Um, it's uh, more privately, I would say. Um, yeah. You know, that's reading the Bible or, uh, you know, a Christian book that I have where my wife and I doing some. Um, we have a book that kind of grows us through Christianity through our marriage um, and stuff like that. And so we try to do that um, that's every awesome. week. Um, and so that's kind of what it looks like now, but in the future, and this has always been my goal is to get to the point where I feel confident enough in maybe expressing and getting more people to follow the word of God. Um, I've always wanted to kind of do that, but I never thought that I was maybe had the words to do so, or I'm not sure how to explain it, but I I would like to get to the point to feel comfortable doing that. Um, yeah. And to bring, you know, to, to openly talk to people that maybe do believe or maybe they don't believe um, and just kind of start that conversation and, and see where their head's at, because uh, I've never really done that, but I want to one day. Yeah, and and I think that uh, I think something that you do well um, is is the nonverbal communication, uh, which, you know, like, what is it like 80 percent of communication is nonverbal, yeah. um, something like that. Uh, the nonverbal communication of uh of, of being a Christian. And, you know, I was thinking about this before, uh, before you got on, uh, of, of 
what your purpose was going to be. And we talked about it, uh, how, you know, it wasn't quite as broad and all that stuff. But uh, I was thinking as, as, as I was making my bomb ass rap that we had talked about earlier, um, literally (laughs) I I was, I was thinking about this of, okay, well, how um, it it was, it was in terms of competition. And uh, I know you, while you were one of the most uh, personable people that I've ever met, you're also one of the most competitive. Um, Absolutely. And I, and I, and I mean that in a good way. And it was in terms of competition. And uh, actually, you know, uh, I know you know of the G3 podcast, but I had said on there uh, that, you know, I like good competition. I like good competition. And um, I was I was running through this in my head when I was uh, when I was making my rap. And uh, I said, man, um, does does God is God OK with with uh, with competition? You know, they say, uh, what is a comparison is the thief of joy. OK, well, uh, I know that God doesn't say don't compare ourselves because we're supposed to compare ourselves to the word of God. Uh, we're supposed to be um, good in terms of the word of God. Well, how do we compare ourselves to the word of God? OK, well, this this long line of thinking that I was talking about from uh, the the word of God to how do I wake up in the morning and uh, and be a good husband? I said, okay, I think this long line is solved because we are when you're surrounded by a group of people that um, either are profound Christians or were raised around Christianity. You know, Judeo Christian values uh, still have a lot of influence in a lot of people who say that they're atheists. And and this is a, kind of a sidebar, but you know that because when you ask them, hey, what does good mean? They flounder. Uh, yeah. they know what good means. They know what good morals are, uh, but they have no clue where they came from. And that's because they're atheists, but they were raised in a Judeo Christian society. And some of them, some of them don't know what good means. I mean, you get into some of the Scientology and stuff like that, but just your typical person who's not a pro uh, a proclaimed Christian, typically every single one of their morals, uh, comes from Christianity. What, anyway, back up from that. Um, when I was thinking is, is comparison to others really bad? Uh, I don't think it's bad. I think it's a shortcut. Uh, what do I mean by a shortcut? I think it's uh, it's your field notes. You know, I'm sure as a pilot, uh, can you hear me? Yep, I can hear you. I got you. Um, sorry, there's weird stuff coming over the Zoom. I don't know if it's connection or what, but, uh, you know, as a pilot, I'm sure you've got big, long ass textbooks and SOPs and all that stuff. And then I'm sure in your plane or on your body or on your person, or maybe it's all in your head you have very, very condensed down versions of, Hey, this is what I'm supposed to do when I'm flying a plane. Is that true? No, absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Okay. And so my, my thought of, Hey, the condensed down version of how I'm supposed to actually compare myself to God's word and be a good person, uh, is how I compare myself to other people that are striving to do that thing. Um, no, I agree. That's a good way to put it. That's really good. And, way to put it, actually. And, and and I don't know, obviously you don't want to get too competitive. I don't want to be like, you know what? And you and I have done this a little bit before just because we're, we're open with our salaries and stuff like that. But um, we've given each other hell, but I don't want to be like, if Max makes a dollar more than I do, I've got to go out there uh, and get on the corner of Amarillo Boulevard and, and make two. Um, yeah. That's, that's unhealthy competition. Uh, but I think good competition is, oh man, you know what? I know that Max every day, uh, even though he's not the most profound, profound, proclaimed Christian, he, he's not saying it all the time. Uh, he's not testifying to the people in the Sam's Club uh, on on the daily basis. And and I don't know that that's the right way to go about it. I'm not saying you should, but um, I don't know that he's doing that. But I do know that his purpose, like mine, um, in some way, form or fashion, is to serve God and and to to uphold Christian morals and values. And so if he's doing something one way. 
uh, instead of, I don't always have to tie it back to the Bible. I have to go, you know what? I think Max smiles uh, because Jesus Christ smiled a lot. Um, I just know that Max is trying to uphold uh, the Lord. And the way that he does that really well, or the way that I think that he's trying to do that is by smiling to people and being positive in a room. So if I compare myself to Max and I say, Hey, look, if I smile a little bit more like Max, or if I get better at smiling than Max, then maybe I can pursue and fulfill that purpose, uh, that does tie back to the Bible and Christianity. Is my thinking somewhat correct there? No, I agree. And I do think that friendly, there's, you know, you've got to good competition. You, you don't want, you know, unfriendly or bad competition. Um, yeah. and I think that needed, you know, it's, you know, the saying of iron sharpens iron, um, a little good, a little bit of competition is good. Um, uh, but it's how you look at that competition. And I think you kind of nailed it, uh, head on the coffin. Um, because yeah, I'm the, I'm the, I would, you know, say more of the nonverbal, uh, in my, you know, beliefs or, uh, you know, not, not as loud or I don't say, say it as much as I do, but seeing you on the podcast, um, being open and talking more about it has kind of, I want to say a little fire to me, but been a, a maybe competition is, isn't the right word, but to see <laughs> yeah. you do that, uh, I'm like, damn, you know, that's really good to see. And I, now I want to do that. Like maybe I want to, and that's kind of where I was talking about in the future of being more open and being able to have those conversations. Um, I've yeah. seen you do that and you know, you being as one of my best friends and close, uh, I see, well, I, I kind of want to do that. Um, and yeah. I want to do, want to be like that or, um, see how Haas is doing and, and be on the same level or maybe even want to, want to step above who knows. Um, so I, I do believe that, you know, competition is a necessity. I really do. Um, but there is a, a line between good and bad uh, competition or friendly and unfriendly. Yeah. I, I, I think so as well. And, 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 you know, competition may be the wrong word. That word has a lot of, uh, that word has a lot of weight to it. Um, I would say comparison. Uh, yeah. And a lot of people would like that word even less than competition, because at least in a competition, you can be your own player. Uh, yep. But in a, in a comparison, you're comparing yourself to somebody else. But I think comparison may be a little bit of a softer word um, to use in the day to day to where um, I do. I do want to. Um, I eventually want to get better at smiling and making friends. And uh, and uh, sorry, man, I'm, I'm having repercussions again. That um, sure, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, it is, uh, the rap fight backs, the rap rap fights back. Uh, that's what we'll have to put, uh, on episode two of Maximilian, Maximilian Mankin, the rap fights back. I like it. (laughs) Um, but, uh, anyway, um, where was I going with that? Oh, the, the word comparison is it's, uh, I was talking about competition. Damn it. I always do this. I get on a, this is why I can never cut reels is because the moment (laughs) that I get serious enough to cut a good reel to where I can like put music behind it and put it in black and white and motivate everybody. I start talking about some stupid shit, like a rap. Um, <laughs> and now I completely lose my train of thought. Oh, uh, you know, comparison. Um, oh, I do eventually want to, I want to be, and Jonah, he's also a really competitive person. Uh, but I want to be better at making friends than, than y'all are because then I know that I'm really, really good at it. You know, yeah. I think it has less to do with beating y'all and it has more to do with just the the ultimate fulfillment of that purpose. And I know that y'all are so good at it that if I get better at it, that means that I am so good at it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, and, I, and I think that's where healthy competition thrives and that's where healthy comparison thrives, you know, and, and I know Christians that'll 
that I'm going to go sit next to, uh, not ne- directly next to, but I know Christians that I'm going to go sit with uh, at church on Sunday uh, that'll probably tell me all day long that comparing myself to anything inside this world uh, is is not good. Uh, but I think that on a very tactical, again, everyday perspective, uh, I think that it is um, that it is. Uh, a, a decent way to go about it. Uh, and again, it's, it's those quick notes. It's that pulling up the right in the rain and saying, okay, um, you know, I don't, I don't even, I can't even rattle anything off. Uh, don't press the red button uh, on your right in the rain when you're, when you're flying. Um, you know, I, I don't, I know so little about flying. I can't, I can't say that. Yeah, but, red button. Um, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Um, but you're, don't, don't do this, you know, or let's say you have to do a, a mid-flight calculation for air pressure or something like that. Uh, you pull up your little right in the rain and you say, okay, that's what it is. You don't have to pull yeah. up the whole book uh, and, and say, okay, let me get my, you know, 5,000 page aircraft manual. Um, you, you pull up your right in the rain, you say, okay. And I think that's a good way as Christians, uh, and, and new Christians and maybe even quieter Christians like ourselves, uh, that's a good way to make sure that, um, our purpose is, is aligned with God is by looking around at other godly men that we know are, are striving to fulfill a very similar purpose, uh, rooted in Christianity. Um, and we say, okay, what are they doing? Well, um, how can I be a little bit more like them in, in, in these certain aspects? So. No, it's I, like I said. I think you hit the nail on the coffin. It's really, really good. So, um, yeah, and and I think that and where I was going with that is I think that you've done that really well. Just because of the fact that um, you know I, I knew that you I actually knew that you had grown up as a Catholic because I gave you a lot of shit for it. Um, <laughs> I know you did. That's why I was surprised. <laughs> <laughs> no, I knew that you grew up a Catholic. I also knew that uh, in eighth grade that was when you started dipping snuff and then you you quit um, yeah. before you went to college. I knew that. Um, which was funny, uh, that the fact that I remember stupid stuff like that. Um, but I, I, I should have known that you were a Christian, but we've never really communicated about it. And it's probably not, it's probably less of you and probably more, uh, more of me. Cause I wasn't as always open to always as open to it, but I think that's exactly, I don't think that testifying is always telling somebody, I think testifying is being the type of person uh, that people see good in. And then eventually when the time comes, literally it, it played out exactly today. I didn't, I had to ask what, what, and this isn't bad, but I, I had to ask, Hey man, are, are, are you a Christian? And I did that because I saw something in you that I said, Oh, he might be a Christian. Um, and yeah. you know, some people would take that as a bad thing of like, Oh, I had to ask whether you were a Christian. Uh, are you trying to hide it? That's not what I mean. What I mean is that, um, I was, obliged to ask because of the way that you handle yourself and the way that you conduct yourself is that I needed to know because I wanted to emulate that. And I wanted to get to the root of the way you conduct yourself. So I do give you props on um, what you've been doing. And, and, you know, while you may not have had the verbal conversations uh, you've been working it non-verbally for, I don't know, what have we known each other for what, four or five years now? Yeah. So like that. Um, I started working at Bell in 2018 and I think the semester after that, uh, was when we had first met. And so, yeah, probably, uh, about five years now. So, yeah. And I'm always, I've always been a, a believer in action speak louder than words. And that's just yeah. kind of how I just go to my, my day-to-day life. Um, but it kind of, we touched on previously and not that, you know, I will take probably a little bit of fault that we haven't really had that conversation, but that's because, that's something I want to grow into, you know, like as you yeah. said, ask the future and my walk with Christianity is growing into the person to be comfortable with my friends and having that open conversation. And, you know, let's just talk about some stuff um, that I wouldn't be comfortable previously. So, and we'll get there. We'll yeah, get, of course. 
No, and and I think uh, and if I had to choose a way for uh for somebody to develop, you know, uh, this is I'm newly I we talked about my my new PC which uh I'll give a a thanks for that here towards the end of the episode, but we talked about my new PC as I'm thinking about uh new PC games and stuff that I might be playing uh the RPGs uh, different ways that you can develop your character. You know, you can max out stamina yeah. or max out um, lethality or whatever. I don't. I don't play games. I don't know people. Um, you can you can put a really really nice barrel on your cod gun, uh, and then you can upgrade all the other stuff. Um, I think that if I had to choose a way to to upgrade a person into a Christian, I think the the ability or the willingness or the tendency to verbally talk to somebody about Christianity would probably be the last thing that I would upgrade. Um, you know, yeah. it would be the the least of my concerns. Uh, and I think that you have done that really well. Uh, so let me put it that way is while there is always room for improvement, and I think that you should talk a little bit more about it, you're you're one of the more well spoken friends that that I have, and that's that's why you and I um talk so much is because we both need well-spoken people to talk to occasionally um I, while you are one of the most well-spoken people i think that you would do a lot of good uh for your cause but uh, i think you've built the back end well enough that your words are going to carry a whole lot more weight uh by the time that you you get you you grow into those roots so well thank you i appreciate that Awesome, man. Well, man, I, I know uh, we're looking at about two sixteen, and we're both uh, we're both pretty busy dudes. And uh, I, there, there's more that, that that needs to happen. And I know you threw out possibly you're going to be in here in a couple weeks, and you th- you threw out the idea of possibly doing one in person. I, I still want to do that. Actually, I want to do uh, Max Mankin uh, part two, the rap fights back. Uh, <laughs> I want to do that. Um, I want to do that later. Maybe we can both eat some gnarly wraps and then have repercussions throughout the whole episode. Uh, please do, so that, please do. So, so that I'm not the only one. Uh, but anyway, uh, I, I want to get you set up for that. I hope I can. My in-studio setup is not is not working right now, but I'm going to call in uh, some favors and see if I can get that done. But I want to keep continuing this conversation. I think it's an excellent conversation, uh, but I think we're going to have to cut it. Uh, do you have any last, uh, any any final thoughts to to cap this this wonderful conversation that we've had? Uh, you know, I don't, I, I would just, you know, my, I would want to encourage people that are listening, um, to, to be a good person. I, I really think everyone um, should go out there and just leave on the note of the smile that we kind of talked about, um, first, uh, that to smile more, um, I think it goes farther than you would think. Um, and that little smile that you give to the person at the gym or the grocery store or work, um, or even when you're just driving down the road, uh, it might do a lot more good than, than you think so awesome no i i agree and uh not only do um not only do i think that i know that um I, i've seen it play out a thousand times but between between like i said you and jonah and guys if you're my friend i'm not saying that you don't do it too but uh between you and jonah i have seen uh, a smile work uh a thousand wonders at least um so yeah, guys, it, I'm going to find a way. Uh, I always come up with some nifty, cool titles for my episodes. If there's one thing I'm actually pretty good at uh, is asking, asking questions and creating titles. Uh, but um, I'll, I'll work that the smile into, into the title somewhere. Uh, but yeah, it really does. It really helps a lot. Um, and and then the second thing to take away from this, and and I may I know I was the one that said we uh, we needed to to cut it short, and I'm about to talk for probably uh, at least five minutes on this. But um, it, there's another thing to take away is that Max and I were not. I guess Max was a, maybe not a youth pastor, but a youth facilitator at some point. Um, 
we're not your local youth pastor. Uh, we're not the the guy that you would you would call a Bible thumper. I don't I don't think it's a bad thing to be a Bible thumper, but you know that that word gets thrown loosely around. Um, we're not the guys that um, we're not the guys that uh, are going to come up and and immediately invite you to church and maybe that's going to change and and hopefully uh we go a little bit closer to that way in the future because i think it's the right way uh but you don't have to be uh let me let me put it that way that way if if you're on the fence about christianity at all or um if you're kind of kind of like max to where what i heard from that is that life has gotten in the way a little bit uh life has gotten in the way more than what he would like uh or if you're like me to where you said ah, i don't really uh, those people aren't the most fun to be around. I'm not, I'm not going to be around them, you know, very often, uh, whatever the reason that you're not quite as close in your walk with Christianity as, as you'd like to be, uh, know that you don't, you don't have to start there. Um, you, you don't have to start there and know that, um, a good start, like what we've talked about right now is looking at the people around you that maybe wear a subtle cross necklace, uh, looking at the people around you that, um, smile or that you look up to a lot. You don't have to know that they're Christians. Uh, if if you think that what they're doing is right and good, and you know that they at least have an inclination towards Christianity, start there and try to be a little bit more like them and understand where that comes from. Okay. I'm not, I, you should go to church. Um, church is absolutely awesome. We get to sit in a room full of people that uh, support in us and believe in us and and think like us, but um, you don't immediately have to go and become a youth pastor. Uh, you don't immediately have to go and start teaching Sunday school. Um, you don't immediately have to go and, and um, dive in head first. It's okay to look around and say, okay, these are the people that I know are Christians or that might be Christians. What are they doing? They probably do it in some way, shape, form, or fashion to serve God, whether they know it or not. Uh, how can I be a little bit more like them and understand that that's where it comes from and then just learn a little bit more every day? Uh, that That is another lesson that I think you could take uh, take away from this episode because I don't think in a million years – Max and I, um, if we had a bingo card for what a podcast was going to be about uh, between he and I, I don't think we ever would have landed on um, the way that, the way that we serve God daily uh, or the reasons that we serve God daily. I, I don't know. You tell me, Max. I don't. I didn't expect it. No, I, I, no, I really, I would not put that as my first or even third, fifth, or sixth guess. Um, no, I do want to just um, catch up on what you said, though, um, and I think it's important to know too that everyone's walk looks different, and there is no yep. right or wrong. And I think that's the beauty in it is that everyone's walk with God looks different. Uh, and that's really the cool thing um, that, that you get to experience with yourself because it's, it's your walk with God. It's not someone else's. Um, so just, just know that as well. Yeah. And, and, and I think that uh, there's a good analogy in there. We, we talked about, um, of course, you know, that's, that's my thing is analogies. Uh, we talked in a, in a, in an episode a while back about the analogy of purpose uh, equating to like cars. Um, and you know, different cars are built for different purposes. Uh, you know, all of them have a little bit of overlap. A rock crawler can do a little bit of mudding or a rock crawler can, can drive on the pavement for a couple of miles to get to the rocks. Uh, but, um, maybe that the, the destinations are all the same or that God built the cars all for the same reason. Um, yeah, the, the walks look different, but just know that, um, for everybody that is, that is trying to do good things, I think, uh, maybe not everybody, there is a common thread and that common thread should probably be explored a little bit more like Max and I are talking about. Is that, you agree with that, Max? Yep. I agree. Yep. 100%. Awesome. Yeah, no, I thought we were going to come on here. Really what I was looking from for you and, and it, for those, 
for the astute listeners among us, they know that this is actually, it, it, it has everything to do with what we've talked about. But I was wanting to come on here and talk to you about uh, your ambition and um, chasing your dreams and taking such a big leap to to move all the way to uh, not hell on earth. That's a little loose with words, but um, the hottest place, um, the hottest place ever uh, willing to move to Arizona, uh, to fly planes. And, um, maybe you don't want to let everybody know, but, uh, flight school isn't cheap. Uh, let me put it that way. Um, we won't, we won't throw out exact numbers. Uh, maybe we'll save that for the next episode, but, uh, that's what I thought we were going to talk about is, um, look at how badass my friend is. Look at how the risks that he's willing to take, look at the links that he's willing to go to fulfill a dream. Um, and, Again, the astute among us may note that you're willing to do these things because you're trying to be a good representation of of Jesus Christ. But that's where I thought we were going to go. And we ended up here. And so I'm so glad we did. And I can't thank you enough, Max, for uh, filling in. I I literally had a cancellation uh, and I was like, you know what? I'm doing these over Zoom now. Uh, Max (laughs) has had a couple extra days off. Uh, I have nobody else let me hit up Max. And you said, yeah, I'll do it. So I can't thank you enough for uh, for pinch hitting for me. And actually, this turned out absolutely. to be a fantastic episode. One of my one of my favorites. So thank you. No, of course. Absolutely. I've enjoyed it a lot. And yeah, maybe we can uh, say those topics if we get a chance to do uh, part two. I'll be looking forward to it. Yeah, absolutely. And and uh, yeah, man, this this was so awesome. So uh, again, final final words, final questions. Do you have anything else for me before I close this out? Nope. I, I think that's, uh, that's really all I got for today. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you everybody. Again, that was Max Mankin. Uh, Max, I don't know. You have, uh, this may just be you, um, but your social media, you've been putting some pilot stuff on there and some, and some good, uh, some, some good photography and stuff like that. Are you trying to build a social media presence? Do you want to shout your socials? Or no? Um, you know, eventually. Yeah. Um, right now I think it will get there. We will have some better content. I mean, it's just Max underscore Mankin. Uh, okay. but in the near future, there will be some, some cooler content with, with the aviation stuff. So if you want to be uh, an early bird to, to the content, by all means, you can go give Yeah. Fun. And, uh, if I can give you any advice as we, as we leave Max, uh, the, you know, the one way that I found, um, it looks like, uh, in my walk with Christianity, the only way that I'm going to be able to, uh, to really spread the word and and to do the Lord justice is by doing one of the only things I'm good at. And that's asking questions. Uh, so I think that uh, in the future, I'm going to have a lot more conversations with you about how you can take your aviation interest and, in, and posting on that and, and bringing attention to the things that you want to call attention to. So I think, I think absolutely. a lot of good things ahead. Um, yes, sir, absolutely. So awesome guys. Well, that has been Max Mankin on the purpose podcast came in with a, uh, with 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 an awesome purpose i think that we were able to get down to the roots of we had an awesome conversation last thing i want to do we had an anonymous donor so um this is this is pretty important um in 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 my opinion uh it, it's really um gratifying i guess it, it means a lot to me to mention it but we had a an anonymous donor that as you know and and dlan actually told me she's like you're, you're being a little hard on yourself you know you talk talk about being a little negative with the system and all the stuff that I'm trying to get through. But uh, as you all know that, you know, my system has, it's uh, it's patched together to, to say the least. And uh, it's not professional and uh, I do my best. I'm just trying to let y'all know what's going on with the purpose podcast. Like Haas, why don't you cut reels? Uh, Haas, why, why can't we have anybody in studio now? It's all zoom meetings. Well, it's because my system is very patched together and uh, somebody that I'm close to, but doesn't want to be mentioned uh, has kind of seen me struggle with that. And they've helped me struggle with that. 
Um, and, and I've always told this person, I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. I just got to keep going. Just got to keep recording. I'll figure out some way to do it. Uh, well, they actually built me and donated, um, as in not even donated, I guess, gifted me personally, um, a, a fully built PC, uh, gaming quality PC that I'm going to be able to use to do recordings, going to be able to use to edit videos, uh, going to be able to, um, do the things that I've been wanting to do for a while now. Uh, it's really, really going to help me with my Instagram, uh, content creation and being able to cut reels and maybe even do some live streams. Uh, and, and that was kind of the intention of it as well as just, just a gift because, uh, this person knows that, um, I like to play video games quite a bit, but I'm running on an old, uh, free Xbox one. Uh, and, (laughs) and of course they give me hell about it. Cause if you know anything about PC players that it's, it's PC master race. Um, so they were giving me a lot of hell about having an Xbox, but, um, they, they donated the PC and, uh, it's, it's a big value. They spared very few expenses. Uh, they built it right. And I cannot be more thankful. So you know who you are. Um, you know, (laughs) this is an inside joke, but I hope something needs to get painted soon so that you, that you'll listen to this episode. Uh, (laughs) it's, it's an inside joke and they'll laugh when, uh, when they hear it, but, um, I hope that something needs to be painted soon so that you'll hear truly how thankful I am, uh, for your, for your gracious donation. Uh, I haven't made a dime, uh, offer this podcast and you know that uh and you decided to gift me with that so thank you thank you very much uh there is more coming from the purpose podcast i ain't done yet okay i ain't done yet what is that wolf of wall street is that what he says yeah. i'm not leaving yeah i'm not leaving um okay i won't i won't say the bad word but i ain't leaving all right um we're we, we going forward okay uh, we going forward and we're going to do better. We're going to do bigger. We're going to do better. Uh, we're going to compare ourselves to other good godly podcasts uh, and we're going to get better. So thank you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Tune into the one flesh podcast on Wednesdays, tune into the purpose podcast on Sundays. Uh, thanks.